Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Mondays with Maybay. I am Jeannie May, and I wanted to talk today a little bit about pain, anxiety, and stress. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to kind of dive right in here. <laughs> when we think about pain, anxiety, stress, failure, it kind of gives you like a negative association, right? Like you have like this negative emotion tied to it. But what if it wasn't all bad? What if those were designed to be messengers for you? What if God put that in your life as a warning sign to let you know that there needs to be a change? Or you're going to go down a very, very, very steep path that you don't want to go down. <laughs> you have your hand on a burner and it starts getting really hot and it starts burning it. You're like, oh, ooh, that's hot. And you kind of like move your hand, right? Like it burns and you're like, ooh, that's hot. Because that pain went through your body as a physical message to your brain saying, ooh, we need to make a change immediately. That hurts, okay? What if anxiety, stress, fear all worked the same way? I mean, if you think about it, it really does, right? When we get so anxious about something, we need to make a change. When we get so stressed out that we are just sick to our stomach, like physically sick because of this, we make a change, right? Because I don't know about you, but I don't like being so stressed out that I'm throwing up or that I can't sleep or that I'm not eating. So typically when stress builds up, you make a change. Typically when pain gets so overwhelming, you make a change doesn't always have to be a physical change though and that's something I wanted to talk about today. A verse that I find comfort in a lot of the time is Psalms 56 3. When I am afraid I will put my trust in you. When I get so overwhelmed, when I get nervous, fearful, anxious, I turn to God and I say okay God show me. Do I need to change my thought here? Do I need to change an action? Do I just need to listen and watch? Sometimes all we need to do is better manage our experience simply by changing our views on them. Just because you have anxiety, just because you have fear towards something specific, whether it's a relationship, a job, finances, just because you have anxiety or fear doesn't mean that you need to make a physical change. It simply means you need to make a change in your mind and how you view that. For example, I'm a single mom. I have full custody of my son, but his dad and I share 50-50 visitation, meaning he goes with his dad one week and he's with me one week. So for that whole week, I get this beautiful experience of being a mom. I get this incredible feeling of unconditional love and I get to give unconditional love. I get to be fulfilled as a mom and I get to help grow this incredible little boy into being a man that God intended him to be. I get to give him the tools he needs to go through life confidently. The tools he needs to be secure in himself one day when he grows up. I get to do all that seven days a week. And then that next week, his dad gets to do all that. And for a long time, 
I didn't view it as a blessing. I viewed it as a negative impact in my life because all I ever wanted was to be a mom. My mom was a pretty crummy mom and I wanted to prove a point that I could be a great mom. Even coming from the childhood I came from, I, I was destined for more. Just because she was a bad mom didn't mean I had to be one. I'm a great mom. I'm an incredible mom. But I'm a part-time mom. And I viewed it as something negative for such a long time. And I still have a hard time with it. Not so much that I only get my son half the time, more so that I go home to an empty house. I go, I take my son to his dad, and I come home and it's empty. It's just me and my thoughts. And for a long time, I didn't know how to be alone with my thoughts. And I feel like that's where most of us falter, is we don't know how to be alone with our thoughts and with our emotions. They get so overwhelming that we run away from them. Now I embrace it full on. Now, I take my son to his dad, knowing that he's going to have an incredible week, that his dad gets to spend that time one-on-one -on -one cultivating him and encouraging him from a male aspect how to be a man and how to grow in today's society. And I get to focus on myself. See, for a long time, all I focused on was coming home to an empty house, and all I focused on was not having my son. But then I learned how to change my thought. I learned how to change my view and my thought process on it. And I get to focus on myself. For those seven days, I get to grow as my own person. Yes, I'm a mom and I'm a dang good one. But I'm still Jeannie. And I can't forget about Jeannie. And a lot of the times I do. Being a single mom that has to share my son has been one of the hardest hurdles that I've ever faced in my life. But it's also been one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever faced in my life because it gave me the chance to be alone with my thoughts, to be alone with my demons, to grow as a person individually, myself, to find myself again in God, in myself, to find my strengths, to focus on my weaknesses, to grow. Now, I take my son to his dad and I go to the gym. Yes, there's still some emotion there because, I mean, I, if I could be with him 24-7, I totally would. But there is some emotion there because it is a little bit of an adjustment still. I'm still coming home at, to an empty home, but that doesn't mean my heart's empty. It's hard for me, absolutely. But all I, all I, all I can do is change the way I think and change the way I view it. I can choose to focus on the negative and be miserable for an entire week until I get him back. Or I can look at the positives. Okay? So when I tell you that pain, anxiety, fear, they might have negative emotions associated with them, typically. But that doesn't mean that they're all negative experiences. Yes, there's pain when I drop my son off. Yes, there's anxiety because I don't know what they're going to do all week and I have no control over it. Yes, there's stress, but those are helping me be a better person on my own. I don't have to make an immediate change or a physical change. I simply have to change the way I view it. 
I'm able to focus on myself. I'm able to focus on my business. I'm able to do whatever I want for seven days. If I want to run rampant and go to Hawaii, I can. I feel like a lot of the times as parents, we lose ourselves in our children. A lot of the times when you're married, you lose that relationship with your spouse because you're so focused on your child. I know I did. When I got divorced, I didn't know who I was anymore because I was molded into being this wife, this ideal wife, this mother. I didn't know who Jeannie was and it took me a couple years to figure out who I was again. But now, I'm strong. I'm a strong-minded, strong-willed, brave woman. And it's going to take a hell of a man to break that down again. In life, God gives us negative experiences to help us grow, to test our faith, to test our faithfulness in Him, to see if we're going to be trustworthy that He will take care of us. All He wants is for you to surrender. All He wants is for you to turn to Him and say, Okay, God, what do I need to change here? What do I need to do? And it's not always going to be a tremendous change. If you're not happy at work, it doesn't mean leave your job. Find alternate solutions. If you're not happy in your relationship, pinpoint exactly why you're not happy. Is it because you're not feeling heard? Because you're not valued? Why is it that you're not happy? Have that raw and honest conversation with yourself and with your spouse. Unless, obviously, they're, like, physically hurting you, then yes, make an actual change and leave. But if you don't feel valued, if you don't feel heard, if you don't feel appreciated, those are all things that if they go unnoticed or untalked about, eventually will lead to something catastrophic and it will be an abrupt change. But if you love that person the way you say you do, why wouldn't you love them enough to speak out of compassion? To try to understand them. To come to a place of reason together. And to grow as one. If you have pain with a loss in your life, I just lost my foster mom. Yes, it was painful. But it was also beautiful. And I know that sounds absolutely crazy, right? But pain doesn't have to be bad. We grow so much as individuals through pain. With the loss of my foster mom, I realized that in a hard time, I can turn to God. That I will turn to God. That I'm strong enough to turn to God. I've always looked at faithful, courageous women and said, man, I would love to have the will and the determination to turn to God in a time of need. And I realized that that's who I am today. Through the loss of my foster mom, I know that I am strong in my faith. I didn't turn to drinking and partying and losing myself, fulfilling other needs or whatever people do. I turned to God and I turned to people that I know can comfort me in a time of need and I said, okay God, Help me get through this. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know I'm not alone. You are not alone. God does not want you to suffer. He does not want you to fail. But he does want you to surrender and he does want you to turn to him. 
So yes, he's going to throw warning signs at you. Yes, he's going to put you in uncomfortable positions and situations. But that's only to test your faithfulness. That is only to see if you are willing to make the change in your mind and are willing to allow him to enter your life through that change, through that uncomfortable circumstance. Be strong and do not fear, for your God will come. Isaiah 35, 4. I mean, what more reassurance do we need? Yes, you may feel alone. Yes, you may feel unheard in your relationship. You may feel unseen. You may feel unvalued at work. You may feel hurt from a loss, or you may feel like you're going through all the suffering. But God will come. Listen when he gives you those warning signs. If not, it's going to hit you like a freight train. If you are living a life that is not glorifying God, He's going to give you warning signs that you need to make a change or something catastrophic is about to happen. If you're doing drugs, if you're drinking, if you're stealing and vandalizing and all of these things, which yes, I've been a victim of myself, but I went to jail because of my choices. I didn't listen to the warning signs. I knew in my head that what I was doing was not right. But I felt like I was finally seen in a relationship when the reality is that wasn't it at all. I was being used. <laughs> they saw that I had something that could benefit them and I, in turn I was being used. And God tried to give me warning signs that I ignored. And instead of listening to them, I pushed them off and I ended up in jail. I ended up with a record on my name because I didn't listen to God's warning signs. Following up with that, I got out of jail and I was doing good for a while. And then I kept drinking. I was being reckless. God tried to give me warning signs and I ended up pregnant with a beautiful baby boy. Yes, the best thing that's ever happened to me. But I wasn't ready to be a mom. I was not ready to settle down. In turn, God made me settle down. He said, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to make you change your life. And he did. But with that was the best thing that ever happened to me. I was told I could never be a mother because I do have medical issues. And I was like, okay, I'm not, I, I accepted that that was my fate. But God had a different plan for me, just like he has a different plan for you. So yes, pain is hard. Anxiety is hard. Depression is hard. Fear is hard. And although they may have a negative association, I can guarantee you right now that that change is going to affect your life in such a beautiful way. Even if it's simply just changing your mind. Even if you are so hurt in your relationship, it's pulling towards the relationship ending. Maybe all you need to do is just change your way of thinking and say, okay, I love this person. How can I better serve them? How can I make them feel heard and in turn glorify our relationship to God? I say I love them, how can I prove it? I say I love my job, how can I prove it? With that, if your energy is pulling you a certain way, listen to it. That is the universe, that is God, call it whatever you want. That is a greater good telling you what you're doing is not right or that you're not in a good position. I didn't listen to mine and I ended up in jail over it. 
All I had to do was evaluate myself and say, okay, something needs to change. What needs to change? Do I need to change my attitude towards this? Do I need to change my energy? Do I need to change a factor in my life? Do I need to make a change physically and leave? What do I need to change? But instead I said, hmm, I kind of like being seen, appreciated, only to find out I wasn't any of that. I was being used. Learn how to be alone with your thoughts and that will change everything. Learn how to be comfortable with yourself and with your feelings. Learn how to embrace the suck. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but when you're having a bad day, like I was having a bad day, sit down and say, okay, I notice I'm having an off day. Maybe I'm not energized, maybe I'm not motivated, maybe I have a crummy attitude towards people. Okay, when you notice that, whatever it may be, sit down and say, what needs to change? Why do I feel this way? Acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge your thoughts, embrace it. When you see that pattern, embrace your feelings and then say, how do I go up from here? How can I improve from here? What do I need to do to change my day around? Even if it's just a mental thing, like all of these things are coming at you left and right, okay? You left your coffee at home, you were running late, you left your keys, you forgot to take the trash out, whatever it may be. Change your thought on it. Maybe there's a, uh, your friend opened a coffee shop downtown and that finally gave you the opportunity to go support their business and get a coffee. Maybe you forgetting your keys gave you the opportunity to go back home and listen to that podcast that you've been putting off or listen to that Bible verse, listen to that book on tape that you've been putting off. Instead of focusing on the negative, focus on the positive and you're going to see so much more positive in the world. When your energy is focused solely on negative, that's all you're going to receive. But when your energy is focused on positive, that's what you will receive. And I don't want to live a life of negative. I want my life to be prosperous. I want to live a glorified life. I want to make the change. Do you? What can you do today to embrace the productive conflict? Where in your life could you actually benefit from negative experiences? And I know that sounds crazy, but where could you benefit from a negative experience? Whether it's self-growth, growth in your relationship, spiritual growth, making that change. What do you need to do to benefit? And lastly, I'm going to ask you this. Are you ready to benefit? Are you ready to make that change? Are you going to listen to the science? That small change that you've been avoiding could lead to a lasting breakthrough. And I hope that you understand the power of your thoughts. Sometimes we need to make physical changes in life, but most of the time we just need to change the way we view things. You would be so surprised at what all is possible if you just change the way you view things, if you change your perspective on things. If you simply slow down and just say, okay, how can I see this from a different perspective? 
you would be amazed at the opportunities that could come your way. I hope you have an incredible day. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope you make it count. Most importantly, I hope you get out there and you make an impact in someone's life. If you like this video, please like, share, comment, subscribe, or don't. Whatever you want to do. I appreciate you. Don't forget you matter. You matter more than you think you do. Get out there today and make a difference.